Hello, hello. Welcome back, you guys. I hope you had an amazing weekend or that your week is going really well, depending on when you are listening to this. Um, It is Sunday night for me. I just got back from the beach. I am exhausted. I had such a fun and long weekend. Um, Yesterday, I actually got to hang out with two members that are visiting New York. Um, Actually, now that I think about it, Friday, I also got to hang out with a client who was visiting from Florida. So I had a lot of like in-person stuff going on this weekend that I don't normally do. Usually everything is on Zoom. So Friday, I got to hang out with a client in person. We had lunch and did a session, um, worked on, she has a really fun launch coming. I won't say much about it, but we built her website for it together. So that was super fun. Um, And then yesterday I had breakfast with Melissa with a Y because she was here doing a talk um, at a seminar, which is really something she's been focusing on, which is super exciting and cool to see. And then I hung out with Amanda Ryan, who is in the membership. So seriously, just had an absolutely amazing weekend. Um, But I am tired. So if you guys have forgotten or whatever, we are doing an Ask Me Anything episode every Monday this summer. And you guys are really loving this. I only did one already, um, or I only did one so far last week, but the questions are rolling in. So don't forget, um, you can message me on Instagram, but messages get like kind of lost. So if you do want a question and you want to submit it, send it to foreverfriday.co slash AMA. Um, Sonia, your question is going to be first and you used this form. So thank you very much for that. Um, But if you guys have questions, just submit it right there. I'm going to start each one of these with a happy for the week. And the happy for the week this week is from Kim, who is, you guys, I talked about her last week. She's the owner of Heart of Wisdom Yoga um, and she's in the membership. And she sent me on Slack a message on Friday. She said a random shower thought. I am so excited, so excited in all caps to update my nurture sequence and add more opt-ins and such for the different areas I'm working on building up with my expansion. I feel like I have the tools and strategies to use and now I can just play and try new stuff. This is so cool and such a better way to run a business. So I messaged back and I said, I love that you're excited. Like this is exactly what my goal is, is just that you guys just feel good and excited about marketing and that it never feels like something you have to do or something that is bogging you down. I just want to give you guys as much information as you can to make it work for you and to have fun with it. So Kim, thank you so much for sending me that. Um, All right, let's get to it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Friday Society Podcast. If you are new here, I'm Alexa Cauley. I'm the founder of Forever Friday Consulting. I spent 10 years in the corporate wellness space working for companies like Lululemon and SoulCycle, and four years ago decided to start my own business and bring that expert marketing advice to everybody. On this podcast, we talk about everything from pricing, partnerships, everything that's going to grow your business and allow you to have fun doing it. If you enjoy this podcast, I would highly recommend that you hop into the Friday Society membership. You can cancel anytime. It is $50 a month and we go way deeper into all of the topics here. So I go into live calls, webinars, workbooks, all pertaining to how to implement the learnings into your business. So you can check all that stuff out in the show notes and let's get right to the episode. 
All right, you guys. So the first question is from Sonia Stevens, who is in the Friday Society membership. Super shout out to you, Sonia, because I'm pretty sure that you are one of the OG members that has been in for the last 14 months. So I really, really obviously love having that and I appreciate you so much. And your question is fantastic. So you guys, Sonia's question is, how do I tackle SEO? I don't really understand it. And every time I Google how to be really good at SEO, courses pop up and I'm just looking for a base understanding. So Sonia, this is a great question. I'm going to do this like real layman's terms because SEO can be one of those things that can get very like jargony. And you guys know me and you know that I hate like marketing buzzwords. I hate, I kind of call it like bro marketing, which is like very sales forward and aggressive. And I don't, I don't like the idea that marketing has a barrier to it. So I'm just going to try to like dumb it down as much as I can so that everybody, you know, understands it. I also, by the way, I'm not an expert in SEO. There are like quote unquote experts, um, but I, I definitely have enough of a basic understanding. So SEO just means search engine optimization. And what that means is the ability for people to find you on Google, right? So if your SEO is done well, that means that people are likely finding you on Google. If your SEO is not great, it means that people are likely not finding you on Google. So if you guys are familiar with your marketing funnel, that top of funnel, Google search is going to be a huge top of funnel strategy for you, right? And like top of funnel, by the way, if you guys have never done the funnel freebie or the funnel workshop, um, just head to foreverfriday.co slash funnel and you'll get like a 10 minute workshop that kind of walks you through, but also all the worksheets of how to fill out your top of funnel, mid funnel and bottom funnel, um, which is just critical to, you know, understanding your client's life cycle and your honestly your business as a whole. Um, I know everybody in the Friday Society membership, you guys are like, stop talking about a funnel, but it it's it's just something that you need to know about your business. So anyway, I digress. So Google search could be one of your top of funnel channels, right? Like that's a way that people are finding out about you, especially if they're Googling Pilates near me or marketing consultant specializing in fitness, right? Like you really want to think about what people are Googling to get to you, right? Now, this is something that if it is, you know, Pilates near Long Island, New York, or, you know, boot camp workouts near me in Miami, Florida, these are the things that people are searching, like best boot camp in Miami, or best dietitian in Colorado, or like nutritional help in Colorado. You know, you kind of want to think about what people are Googling to get to you. And then you want to use, so what I would probably recommend actually is just write, like open up a blank Google Doc and write out all the different things that you want to come up in a Google search for, and then use those terms in your website. Because like we said last week, and I will just continue to kind of like drive this, you know, this point home for you guys, Instagram posts don't come up in Google search. Like I will say that again, Instagram posts do not come up in Google search. So if you have a ton of captions that are like, we're the best boot camp in Miami, no one's finding that on Google, right? So you need to make sure that your website has all of these terms in it so that it can turn up in those Google search results. Now, when it comes to SEO, another really great thing is to have a blog. So 
the more you kind of want to think about it, like the more web pages you have, the better for SEO. So like the bigger your website kind of gets, the better it's going to be for the likelihood that you're going to pop up in a Google search. So that's why, you know, having a blog is a really fantastic idea because you're able to write out these terms and you're, you're, you're more likely to show up in a Google search when you have all of these different terms kind of tied to your website. And the more blog posts you have, the more you're talking about your method and maybe why you are the best boot camp in Miami or maybe why you are a nutritional expert in Colorado, right? You're going to talk about these things in your blog. So a blog is another really great thing to do. So really, really basic SEO, what everybody can do right now after this episode is write out a few terms of what you think people are searching for to get to you, what you want people to search for to get to you, and add those terms into your website. So that's step number one. And then I would say step number two is have a blog, right? So if like outdoor yoga in Victoria, BC, right? Like if that's something that you're really focusing on, make sure that your website says that. So that's something that we can all do for SEO that can just make it really easy and accessible. So I hope that that helps. Um, Sonia, thank you for asking that question. All right, you guys, question number two is from Jesse. Jesse, you are the owner of Farm Girl Fitness in Canada. I believe you said Southern Ontario. Um, big Canada episode today. But okay, so Jesse's question is absolutely fantastic and something that a lot of my clients, specifically a lot of my Pilates clients, have been dealing with a ton lately. And that is that you are so successful and that new clients are having a difficult time kind of working with you. And like, should you close membership, right? So Jesse's question was, you know, we're starting to reach this critical mass period. What should I do? Should I cap off my membership or should I not? Is that bad for marketing? And I think this is a really fantastic thing to bring up. Guys, here's the deal. Customer service and making sure that our clients are having a great experience is always the number one priority. And if you are, if you're maxed out, right? Like let's say your class is booked up. You've got your people. People are really consistent. They're coming to you often. You know, your frequency is at a really great number. Your utilization is perfect. And you're still selling these new client offers, right? Like people are hearing about you and they're excited to get in, but then they can't actually get in. That's like very much not the ideal client scenario, right? Like you want to think about it like this. Let's say all of your friends are telling you about this candy bar and they're like, oh my God, it's so good. You have to try it. You have to try it. And then you're like, cool. You go to purchase the candy bar, you buy it, you check out, you get a confirmation, everything. They're like, get ready to eat this. You're going to love it so much. And it doesn't show up on your doorstep for six months. You're going to be like, what's going on here? I don't really want this anymore. The hype is gone. So my point here is that you want to make sure you are able to provide a fantastic customer experience at every single point. If you get so busy that you cannot provide a great client experience, pause enrollment for a little bit. Like that is completely okay. I would so much rather that you do that and that you say to someone like, hey, we would love to accommodate you. I cannot wait to get you in. We're maxed out right now. As soon as we have a membership opening, I'm going to reach out, right? And the way that you want to do that is I kind of talk about this a lot, but having a long runway of marketing, like having a long runway that you're always talking about it, 
you're always talking about, you know, why your product is great and why should why people should hop in, but doing so with a wait list, that to me is such a better client experience of being like, hey, we love our product. We know we're great at what we do. We can't wait to have you in. Right now we can't, but as soon as we can, like we're gonna get you in. Just join the wait list here and we'll let you know as soon as we have an availability. I would rather do that. Now I'm saying this for Jesse specifically who asked the question because she operates on a membership model, right? And full disclosure, I actually even had this conversation with Melissa yesterday at breakfast that I was like, I love the membership. It has gotten to a place which is fantastic and I'm really happy about, but it's, I take pride in knowing every single person and knowing them really well. It's not like I do not run a membership that it's peripheral and I barely know you. Like I know you guys really, really well. And that's important to me. And if it gets to a point where I don't actually know everybody and I'm not really even sure what your businesses are, I'm going to pause enrollment for a little bit. And this is something that I've kind of been thinking about, you know, after I did my June promotion, I hit a number that is really high and that I feel really successful with, but there's a lot of people that I still need to get to know. And I want to be making sure that I'm doing that and that I'm giving everybody enough time for me to get to know them, to feel like, okay, they're really set up and I can really make sure that their businesses are going to be good and that they are going to get results in my program. And I'm sure, you know, you're, I hope that you're thinking about this now in terms of your clients too. Like I want my members to get to a place that I feel that they are set up for success. I don't ever want my membership to be a place where people are coming in and I'm not even sure what they're set up with. Like when people join the membership, I'm like, talk to me about your business. Let me make sure that we get you watching the, you know, your first webinars are set up strategically for you. Like I kind of put people on a specific strategy plan. So I want to make sure that that's always the experience. Now your business probably functions the same way, especially if you're asking this question about a membership model. If people are coming in and you don't have the bandwidth to give them a great experience, absolutely pause enrollment and instead just drive towards a wait list. Now, I know a lot of you guys, because I always talk about Flowdesk um, and I just rave about it. I do know a lot of you guys are on Flowdesk. So this is something that I love to do is utilize their full page forms. So what you would do is you would just go to forms and then you click full page form. Just create a waitlist form right there. It'll give you a link. You know, you'll make sure those people are getting tagged as membership waitlist. You'll have a really nice email campaign for them. That's like, hey, thank you for joining the waitlist. You know, we appreciate your patience. As soon as somebody frees up, we're going to reach out to you. So I would start utilizing a full page form on Flowdesk. Use that link, drop that in your link in bio, and there you go. That's really what I would recommend. But Jesse, I think you're so on the right track with asking this question because I have seen a lot of businesses that are at critical mass. You know, they really can't accommodate more people, yet new clients are still buying this new client special. They're not able to get in, and it doesn't leave a good taste in anybody's mouth because you you don't feel great as a business owner not being able to accommodate them. They don't feel great about your business because they bought this thing and they can't get it. So I think, you know, making sure that you're being super transparent, telling people, hey, we can't wait to meet you. Unfortunately, that time is just not yet. That is really the track that I would go on. So thank you, Jesse. Thank you for asking this question. And let's get on to the next one. 
All right, y'all, our third and final question for today is from Kaylee Wheeler. Kaylee, you just joined the membership. I'm super excited to get to know you. Um, Kaylee asked this question on, I feel like a game show host. I don't know if anybody else is getting that vibe, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Kaylee asked this question in Slack, right? Because members have Slack. Um, and she asked this question to everybody, which I thought was a really great question. And I'm just going to address it here. So she said, oh, by the way, sorry, Kaylee's studio. She owns the studio in Cape, oi, Girardu. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it is in Missouri. So check out the studio. Um, it's the Studio Cape on Instagram if you're in Missouri. Anyway, so Kaylee's question was, hey, all for client and potential client reach outs. Are you using texting campaigns, email campaigns, a little mix of both? If you're a studio owner and use FitDegree, which platform are you using for this? So I just asked for a little bit more clarification. I'm like, okay, what scenarios are you referring to exactly? So she says, okay, these are the three segments. Number one is never taken a class. Number two is intro pass clients. And then number three is lapsed clients. So those who haven't been to a class in four weeks. So I love that you have this broken out. The question here, the number one thing that I'm going to say is if you are using FitDegree, FitDegree is just a booking software. If you guys are unfamiliar, you can integrate with Zapier. And I'm pretty sure that you can actually do that completely for free. Um, The only reason that you would need the paid Zapier plan, which is $19 a month or $29, depending on if you do annual or monthly, um, the only reason why you would need that is to filter out like specific types of clients or things like that. So what I would do here is I would set up Flowdesk for your email marketing Again, you guys, you know I'm a big fan of like inexpensive marketing. Flowdesk is 19 bucks a month. So it is by far one of the best, um, most comprehensive, has the best data, and also just looks the most aesthetically pleasing. So for sure, I love Flowdesk, 19 bucks a month. Um, you use the discount code, just go to foreverfriday.co slash resources, and that's where the discount code is for that one. Um, otherwise, it's like $38 a month. So the 50% off for life discount is on my website. Um, But okay, so what I would do here is your first segment is you've said never taken a class, right? So people that have never taken a class, I assume you want to drive them to your intro pass because I know that you have an intro pass. Um, So what I would do here is people that have never taken a class but have created an account with you, I would put them in a specific segment of clients and they would have, you know, probably a series of like three to four um, emails that are going to go out to them. So that would be in a nurture sequence. So those people, I would make sure that you're really amplifying the testimonials, that you're letting them know all the different offerings. Now, Kaylee, I know that you do have a lot of different offerings at your studio. You have Pilates, yoga, spin, dance. I saw a whole bunch of offerings there. Um, so I would let them know this, right? Like, hey, we have something for everybody. Um, so I would do that. I would say, you know, three emails. The first one would kind of be like what to expect. Maybe if you can try to get some video in there because telling people what we are versus showing them what we are, are two very different things, right? And have very different levels of um, efficacy when it comes to your marketing. So I would say, you know, try to tell them a little bit about what they can expect. Also try to show them through at least videos and photos. That's going to be in that first email. The second email that you're going to have for these people. Oh, sorry. And then in the first email, you also just want to make sure you have a very clear button of like, click here to purchase your intro package, right? So I would set that one up. 
that. The second email that I would set up in this nurture sequence would be all about people who have come and who love it. So that one I would kind of focus on testimonials, social proof, all those different fun things that you love, um, and really playing up the community aspect. So if you have pictures of, you know, everybody like hanging out or any cool stories around community there, I would make sure that you have that one dropped in. Um, And then the third email, I would just kind of play up like, hey, you've got nothing to lose. And then I would maybe also include a little bit of information around your instructors and what makes them so great. So that's what I would do in that first segment that you have that you spelled out of people that have never taken a class. Now, I'm going to get a little technical here for a podcast episode, but this is something I would say let's work on together during like a one-on-one session. But I would set up conditions in this nurture sequence where I would remove people from this segment if they had ended up purchasing the intro pack. Because in each three of these emails, your call to action is going to be, hey, buy the intro pack, right? Because this is a segment of people that have never taken a class before. So as soon as somebody does purchase an intro package, I would remove them from this segment so that you're not sending it to people who, um, who have already then purchased the intro pack. So that's what I would do for this first segment. The second segment is intro pass clients. And this is one that I really want to make sure everybody hears because I see this a lot where somebody will buy, you know, a free trial or a two week unlimited or something like that. They get one email. That's the confirmation. That's like, hey, great. You purchased your two weeks for $49, you know, great. And then nothing else. And like, this is the most important time that, this client is building a relationship with us. So to not have any communication during your free trial is a huge red flag for me. So this is where you really want to make sure you have a lot of different touch points. Now, Kaylee, I know your initial question was like, what are the touch points? Are you guys using texting, email? When it comes to intro pack and free trial and all these people go for all of it, literally. So I would have a nurture sequence, you know, depending on, I'm not sure what your expiration is for your intro pack, But I would say have a nurture sequence that's very clearly dripped out over like, hey, we're so excited you're here. If you're just getting started, this is the one to start with. If, you know, this is your thing here, take this class. Like you really want to make sure it's personalized for these people. So you want to have a really great nurture sequence for your free trial slash intro package people. You do also want to have some texting going on too, right? So maybe like 48 hours after they purchase, I would probably set up a text that's like, hey, I'm so excited let me know if you need anything. Like I am here. It's literally me on the other end of this phone. Like, let me know what you like to do, what kind of music you like, and I'll steer you in the right direction, right? So that they know that you're there for them. And then the other thing is like set up an actual in-person touch point. Like Kaylee, you're an in-person studio. So set up an in-person touch point of like, hey, this person is in for their first class and they purchased an intro package. Like let's make sure somebody is like walking them around the studio and showing them the equipment and, you know, having them pick up a few weights. Maybe you can tell them which ones you think are going to be good for them in class. So for that one, I would definitely recommend, you know, for your free trial intro package people, this applies to all you guys have multiple touch points. This is the most important part of building this journey. Um, Kaylee, your last question or your last segment was those who haven't been to a class in four weeks. No, those are your last clients. This one is going to be a little bit more specific. Um, You and I can work on this one like a little bit offline, but those who haven't been in four weeks or a lapsed client plan, most of your guys' software is going to have this. (sighs) 
This one gets a little bit tricky because I don't love the blanket like, hey, we haven't seen you in a while. Come back. I think those are okay, you know, but if somebody loves working out with you, they didn't just forget you existed. <laughs> like there's a reason why they haven't been back into the studio for a while. So I would actually recommend a more personal outreach here, depending on what happened, right? Like if somebody was pregnant, you know, if they were like eight months pregnant and you haven't seen them in a week, in a month, you can kind of assume, you know, maybe they had a baby, right? So like, instead of sending the blanket email of like, hey, we miss you, where are you? Maybe a more personal email of like, hey, we have seen you. I hope everything's good. You guys are safe and healthy. Like we would like, you know, let us know if you need anything, you know, the really great studios, a lot of them will even like send flowers or a onesie or something like that. So, you know, you do want to be a little bit more, um, thoughtful, I think when it comes to lapsed clients, I've seen a lot of fitness chains, um, not be very personal with this kind of outreach. And again, no one just forgot you existed, right? So like there is a reason why people haven't come. Um, a survey can be a good idea for lapsed clients. I know a lot of people have asked me about that. So doing a survey of like, hey, we haven't seen you in a while, you know, please let us know if something happened or, you know, if there's anything we can do to make your experience better. That I do think is okay. I can get on board with that. Um, but again, it just, you know, it totally Totally depends on your business. But yeah, I would say just try to be as personal as you can with that. Um, in order to automate that, of course, I would say, you know, maybe just set some time aside once a week, pull up this list of people. You can kind of comb through and be like, okay, I know this person. I know they broke their leg. I know that they went on vacation to France, right? Like a lot of these people you do know, and you can just shoot off an email and be like, hey, I hope you're loving your vacation. We can't wait to see you when you're back. Hey, I hope your leg is healing great. Like we can't wait to see you. Let us know if we can do anything, you know, you want to just, these are real human beings. They're not like just random people on the other end. These are people that have taken class with you and they have met you and you have built a relationship. And there is, you know, whether it's a good or a bad or whatever kind of reason, there is a reason why they stopped coming. So I would just say, um, you know, without, without being like too detailed, you just incorporate a little bit more of a personal follow-up. Um, so yeah, Kaylee, that was a really long-winded answer, but thank you for that. Um, that's it, you guys. That is our episode. I am going to sleep. I'm very tired. The beach really tired me out. Um, but I hope you're having an amazing week. If you're listening to this on Monday, I hope that your week is starting off super, super strong. Don't forget, you can go to foreverfriday.co slash AMA to submit a question for next week. Of course, Instagram, Slack, all of it works, um, but I'm definitely most likely to see it when you submit it through the website. So that's that. Crush it. Have an amazing week. I love you guys and I will talk to you later.